Hello, welcome to this episode of Sarah Fisher Talks Connective Parenting. I am recording this one um, to talk about and think about whether or not we are really letting things go as parents and carers. One of the conversations that I've had um, a number of times with both professionals and parents and carers over the last few weeks is about this idea of the green basket but also natural consequences and how those two things are really linked. Because if we aren't really letting things go, if we are saying I need to find a natural consequence, then I think we're misusing both of those things and not actually helping us as much as possible. And I say this as a parent who knows that sometimes they appear to let the green basket thing go but in actual fact their response is very much not really letting the green basket thing go. I'm sure there are a few of you who know what I mean. So let's look at this in a bit more detail. The green basket as we know when we're doing baskets and if you don't know what I mean there's a whole episode on this or there's a blog on the website as well Um, and I'll put the link in the show notes. So when we're thinking about baskets, I now use the red basket, top priority, and the green basket, low priority. I just have the two now for many of the families I'm working with. So the green basket is all the things that we are ignoring for now. And it's quite easy to do that exercise on paper, isn't it? It's quite easy to say, right, I'm going to ignore the table manners. I'm going to ignore the fact that the laundry basket is not used. I'm going to ignore the fact they leave their plates in the bedroom. I'm going to ignore the fact that... Uh, they can be really defiant. I'm going to ignore the fact they leave their clothes everywhere. I'm going to ignore the fact that they can be rude at times. You know, all of these things. The reality of that, though, is very different because actually ignoring it in the moment is really, really hard to do sometimes. And I know I'm guilty of pretending to ignore it. So if something doesn't get done or gets done depending on what it is that's in the basket my response is sometimes okay now that isn't really ignoring it depending on the tone and the way I've said it um, or I might do something humping and grumping around going blah, 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 I to do, blah, blah, blah. and actually I'm not ignoring said thing I'm holding on to it and making it clear to him or in my case my son that I'm not really ignoring it. So I'm sort of ignoring it, but I'm not ignoring it. So we both know I'm not ignoring it. So actually, is it really working? And it creates a sense of friction. The other side of it is if you are in front of your child completely ignoring it, but you are holding inside you the anger and the frustration and the annoyance, then again, are you really ignoring it or are you just ignoring it for your child but you're holding in those negative feelings and if we hold in those negative feelings if we hold in that understandable potentially frustration then that's going to start eating at us and we're going to start having a level of resentment towards our child because we will get frustrated that they're not doing those things we think they should be doing And when we're in that place, we're not really ignoring the green basket behaviours. We are in front of them, but we're not for ourselves. And so we are building up this sense of frustration. And so I think 
I know as a parent, and I know from a number of conversations I've had, we do the baskets exercise, we work out where the priorities are. We say we're going to ignore these things in the green basket, but then we don't really. And they just kind of get dealt with in a bubbly way, kind of in the background, and it's not really working. And our focus isn't really where it needs to be. It is, but it's also everywhere else as well. That's diluting that effort. It's giving an unclear signal to our child. It's frustrating us. It might be frustrating our partner. And we're going around in circles. And I think that is where we need to be really, really careful and really think about, am I genuinely ignoring this and putting it to one side? And it might be that you're managing to in front of your child and you're not doing what I do, which is kind of going, oh, you haven't done that again. You know, sometimes none of us is perfect, Um, which obviously isn't helpful. But you're holding on to that resentment inside, in which case you need to release it. Journal, go for a run, uh, use EFT, talk to your counsellor about it, talk to you in your support groups about it, whatever it is, have that rank, get it off your chest. And I think that leads us into this idea of natural consequences as well, because if we are feeling that frustration, we might be kind of, I want, where's the natural consequence in this? What is the natural consequence? I need to find the natural consequence. You don't need to find the natural consequence because it's happened. When we are in that mentality and that thought process, it's our internal frustrations feeling like we need to make sure they've had a consequence. A natural consequence is just going to happen. If they've made a mistake and got something wrong, maybe they've spent all their money. Um, I was talking to one parent about it the other day and their, their child had spent all of their money on a load of sweets and was now like, but I haven't got any money. I spent all my money. I can't believe I've done that. Well, that's the natural consequence. They've realised that they've messed up and spent all of their money. We can't stop that consequence from happening unless we stop them from having any of their money. We can help them manage their money and we can work through that process with them and be there, absolutely. But if they've suddenly spent it all kind of on an impulse, then that's the natural consequence. Us trying to find a consequence, go, well, they need a natural consequence to that. They've had it. And I think that is, again, us not being able to let it go genuinely we want to do something that imposes something on them i've been changing this idea and using the word outcomes um rather than consequence and and again with the green basket thinking what do i want as the outcome for this by ignoring it actually what's the outcome that i want and i find that helps me reframe it and a number of the parents i work with it helps them reframe actually what the situation is We want to be talking to our child and helping them to understand. But again, that's not a lecture. It's not a telling them this is how it's going to be. And if you're picking that up with your green basket, if you're not really letting them, letting it go, if you're using natural consequences as a, well, I told you if you did that, this would happen, then you're not really allowing the natural consequence. You're still imposing some form of consequence. You're not really doing it from a connected parenting mvr perspective you're doing it but you're adding your bit on which isn't really what we're what we're trying to do because that's just helping them feel worse about themselves helping them feel more shamed helping them feel like they're not good enough you might want to use humor absolutely if there's a green basket thing and i don't know maybe they're putting their pants next to the laundry basket all the time because that extra you know foot is too hard for them to reach yes you could use a little bit of humor around that to try and encourage them to use the laundry basket but you're not doing that oh see you missed the laundry basket again or oh, how hard is it to put stuff in the laundry basket that's not positive 
that's negative communication and negative connection. And that's not leaving it alone and dealing with it later at another time, not dealing with it for now. That's dealing it for now in a slightly underhand, slightly snide, we all do it, slightly sarcastic way. Because we all do it, let's be honest. Uh, I definitely do it. And I know there's other parents I work with who do it. I know there's other professionals I work with who do it. And I think it is about reflecting when we have done that and just thinking, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm really aware of doing that. Actually, these things are really bugging me. I need to release them. And finding that way, you know, I've been walking a lot more in the mornings over the last couple of weeks and making myself go out. And it really is helping me think and relax. And I'm feeling better as I go into the day. I'm able to let things go more or use humour to manage those things that are a bit frustrating. And I can really see that difference when I do it this way. So, yes, I'm not perfect. I, you know, as any of you have listened to me or see me will know I don't purport to be perfect. I don't even try to be, to be honest, uh, which I know surprises a number of professionals who believe that if you are teaching something, you should be doing it 100 percent perfectly the whole time. And you should certainly pretend you are, even if you're actually not. I'm not going to pretend that I'm not going to be inauthentic. Um, I am doing the best I can. And when I'm doing these podcasts, hopefully I'm sharing ideas and thoughts, reflecting on what I'm not doing very well, uh, reflecting on conversations that are coming up. And I've really seen this this kind of green basket is, well, I'll put it in the green basket, but I won't really ignore it, but I kind of will ignore it, but sometimes I can't ignore it. And then I'll hold on to the feelings and then I'll get frustrated and blah, 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 and we go around in circles. And then the same happens with the natural consequence. I'm kind of using natural consequences, but I'm not because actually what I'm saying is I told you so afterwards in some way, shape or form, because it makes us feel better. And so that's what I want to talk about today, really. If you are using the baskets, if you are using green baskets, are you really letting those things go for now? If you're really honest with yourself, if you really reflect and think, how am I really managing this? then you might know whether or not you really are doing it or whether you're not doing it quite as much as you think you are. And the same with natural consequences. Are you really allowing them just to happen in a supportive way? Because sometimes we can't stop them. They just do happen. Or are you getting a little bit of I told you so in there? Because both of those things used well without the uh, undertone, shall we say, in there are very very effective at helping our children um, because they happen um, so I say very effective natural consequences you know some children won't put two and two together because the way their brain is wired but lots will um, and we can't stop them but we can support them empathetically through the feelings they have when those things have happened and that helps them to develop empathy as well so that is all for this episode of Sarah Fisher Talks Connective Parenting I will be back next time uh, to share some other random thoughts um if you are looking for support don't forget we've got the free facebook group which is there to help you and support you um or there's the professionals membership group and the parents and carers membership group um and we've got lots of brilliant things coming up in that as well uh, so that is all for this session i will be back with you soon bye <laughs>